Shalom, and welcome to A Voice Calling in the Wilderness, a trumpet call, a voice crying out loud for God to those that would hear, so that they would run to him, that they might be warned. We are here sounding the alarm that our time on earth is short, and that we have no time to waste. Here we will expose the truth, teach the word, discuss the dangers, lies, and the enemies we are surrounded by, and how to engage in the war that we are standing in the middle of. Today we're going to talk about current events. And with me is Brian, Aiden, and Grant once again. And we're going to just talk about the things that are going on in the world and uh, what they mean to us, what they mean for our future, and how we could be, should be reacting to what we're seeing in the news media. Thank you, for gentlemen, for joining me again today. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us again, uh, J.D. Yes, thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I finally get him to say something. All right. <laughs> well, I got to say, it's exciting. It's an exciting day for us here at The Voice. We are in our new studio and uh, very grateful to be in here and in uh, the new digs and new equipment and nice yeah. new chairs. And yeah. Oh, this is awesome. Beautiful paint. I mean, it's it's a nice and looking a room. river table. I know, and a river table. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long process. <laughs> yeah. And one of these days, you, the listener, will get to see it because we will be eventually doing video, but uh, that's still a ways down the road, it sounds like. so. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, well, this is much more comfortable than what we've been working in. Yeah. Grant and I started in his office. And uh, <laughs> the first few shows were crammed in there with two or three of us in the yep. little bitty room. So this is a nice big space compared to where we started. Mm-hmm. So, wow, current events. Again, let's just keep repeating that. What is there not to talk about? <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, if you, if you don't think that we are walking through biblical references in, in the end times and in the book of Revelation, then you're really not paying attention. Um, there, there's a lot of things that are happening. We're obviously, none of us here would claim by any means that we're in the tribulation period or anywhere close to it yet. Mm-hmm. Right. But we are definitely in the beginnings of the birth pains for sure. And, and we're seeing, we're seeing some incredible things happen that I'll be honest with you, a couple of years ago, I wouldn't have believed that we would be seeing what we're seeing. It happened very, mm-hmm. very quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like a light switch going off, right? I mean, we were living in the 90s and early 2000s. Man, life was great. And, yeah. you know, we were just living the high life. And, and now all of a sudden you're like, okay, what, what tragedy is going to happen next? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I get afraid to ask that question because it's starting to feel like the world takes it as a challenge, right? <laughs> oh, really? You asked that question? Well, here, have some of this. And you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> or a lot of these conspiracy theories are starting to come true. Some yeah. are called conspiracy more. facts. Yeah, yeah, conspiracy facts is, sounds more like it. It's just prophecy, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Modern day prophecy. Yeah. <laughs> and it can't be conspiracy if it's true. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think we've mentioned this before, but the term conspiracy theory the was actually, yeah, exactly, developed by the CIA in like the 60s to discredit people that were actually stumbling upon things that they didn't want them to know. Yeah. yeah. You like on the bird or something like that? <laughs> Manchurian candidates? Yeah. Oh, wait. wait Those are minute. all true now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that uh, one of the things that we really need to address is what's really in the headlines today is I don't think there's anything more hot than this. And that's what's going on over in Ukraine with Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, our show is probably going to lag a couple of weeks from what the real date is, but you know, Russia has been going at this for a week now. Is that right? A little uh, bit longer. A little bit longer. Week I thought. And a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think they thought that it would be a lot easier than it's turned out to be, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, but, they, they've run into some great ex- resistance over there. And the world is waiting to see exactly what's going to come out of this and what's going to happen. And, and there, I have some conflicted feelings about what's going on over there, to be honest with you. Um, and I'll just be honest, the president of Russia is upset that NATO has put a bunch of arms on his border. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people would argue that it's really none of his business what's going on in Ukraine and he should just stay out of it. 
and and I think back to when Russia tried to do the same thing in Cuba. Right. How mm-hmm. upset we got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, should he not be as upset now as we were then? I mean, it's a legitimate question if you ask me. Well, yeah. you bring up the reason why he um, says that they invaded, uh, and that's based on his UN speech that the media never really broadcast at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Um, and what he said in that, um, he equated what the what NATO um, and he accused the United States of driving this, uh, but what he uh, equated NATO doing by putting missiles around his border for the last two decades yep. would be the same as if he were to go to Canada and put missiles on the border of the United States, yeah. um, which right. is like, you know, what and happened nearly, with Russia and we Cuba. We nearly went to the nuclear war over Cuba. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. exactly. I mean, so we we have a stance that we've taken in this, right? right? And, and so Ukraine has not joined NATO, but they were planning on bringing Ukraine into NATO, and right. that's why he... Mm-hmm. Says that he invaded to protect Russian sovereignty and and security. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and by no means am I supporting what his decision was. I think he could have done a lot of things differently to make this stop. I mean, honestly, if he'd have stopped selling us oil, we we bring in eight hundred thousand barrels of oil from Russia every day. Right. So if he did just shut it off, we'd have probably done some changes to our attitude and quit putting weapons there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, exactly. And and, and be in all honesty, did we have to have them there? I mean... We, At this we, point in time, I mean, Russia, from what I understand, from what I've been told, is practically a third world country, and the only people with wealth are the oligarchs. So we really could have mm-hmm. just been their support, like we did for Japan for 40 years. Mm-hmm. Right. And not threatened them. Yeah, exactly. So we, we sort of took some bad policies on our own that... Uh, sort of drove this to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, not saying that he should have invaded and, you know, people should Mm -hmm. should have died or anything, but we have to be honest with ourselves about how we get in places where we're at. Exactly. And we have to look at who, everybody that's made mistakes and what we could do different. Right. There is an opportunity for them to come to a peaceful agreement. He has asked for peace talks. So maybe we can use this as an opportunity to dial back the rhetoric, Mm -hmm. to dial back the idea that we need to put weapons on his borders. Mm -hmm. But here's my question. Would we actually see that happen? Because um, you pointed out to us uh, about a week ago by showing us a list of all these people who are standing for Ukraine or standing with Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And it's a list of people like Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, George Soros, all these big name people. Bill mm-hmm. Gates was on the list. Oh, yeah, he was. Um, yep. And it's all people that are against the common man, against American patriotism, against Christians, against Jews. Um, even if they're not outright saying so, mm-hmm. their policies and their politics all support what I just said. Yep. Um, and so when you see that list of people who stand for Ukraine, to me, I ask the question is like, well, I don't stand for that person. So why should I, why should I be on board with what they say? I think it's the whole unity thing. Like they just want the whole, like, be on our side, do what we do, all that kind of stuff. It's like every time there's like a stand for something. Right. And like, it's, mm-hmm. it almost is fishy. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, you could go back and call it the, you know, go back and compare the Hegelian uh, dialectic, mm-hmm. dialectic uh, mm-hmm. thing, you know, where two opposing sides converge to create the outcome that you're looking for. Yeah. The, um, the thesis, antithesis. And, and, and don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I, I'm not saying that there's not a conflict in U- Ukraine. Oh, and, I'm, and I'm not saying that the people of Ukraine um, are potentially suffering or likely suffering. There is collateral damage in all war. Mm-hmm. Um, I think most strikes had been um, at targets that intelligence told Russia that were targets, but there's always collateral damage. Yeah, People look, died, mm-hmm. you know. No doubt. Um, if you look, though, at what they're targeting, they're being very strategic about what they're doing. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so... And the media portrays this as like they're attacking apartment complexes oh. and people are dying so in the streets. Let's, let's, you know. let's talk about that for just yeah. a second. The, in the last week alone, the media has got caught using video game footage as live <laughs> footage from Ukraine. Yeah. Yep. 
I remember seeing that. <laughs> They've got caught using footage from 2015 mm-hmm. as live video out of Ukraine. They were caught setting up a group of people to run towards the camera to show that they were fleeing in front of the Russians. And the so stage shot. It was all shown. The, there was somebody back behind him with a camera phone showing that they were staging it. And the director set action and everybody started running towards the camera. They have been caught no less than a dozen times in the last week alone lying about what's happening over there. The Steven Seagal thing. And Steven Seagal <laughs> yes, and the Russian army. Oh from from a movie. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> right. So our, our, our media sources, mainstream media, they're the enemies of the people. There's yeah. no absolutely. way you mm-hmm. can say they're not. And they're not yeah. being held accountable. They're yeah. absolutely. Well, no, I mean, this stuff we, is coming out. And, but mm-hmm. they won't be held accountable because they're part of this. The big, the, yeah. And, you know, the World Economic Forum's Build Back Better. They're part of that whole thing. And so you were talking about a group of people that are all supporting Ukraine. Right. That we don't agree with necessarily, you know. Yeah. Uh, the Bill Gates and the Nancy Pelosi. and all those people, right? Yep. But all of these people, so for years, we have, there have been people that have been talking about this, they want, they, this, that, and everybody says, well, who's they? Yeah. Right. right? And there's, right. There, it's hard to put a name against what they really is, right? And what it is. What do you and, mean, and, you people? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yep. Exactly. But the truth is what they are is a a groups of people and mindset of people that want a one world government. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. They want a one world system of control mm-hmm. and they really don't care what the governmental structure is as long as they have some form of power and control yeah. that they can exercise over others and have less control and power exercised over them. Right. That's who they are. And it is the World Economic Forum and it's, you know, portions of the UN it's it's all these elites we call mm-hmm. because it, right. why do we call them elites? Just because they have a lot of money? No, because they have a lot of power. Power. Ah, it's power. Because we learned something this last month or two, right? About money not equaling power, didn't mm-hmm. we? Right. And and one of the most the richest guy in America got a smackdown from the elites. Yep. Because he doesn't align with them. Mm-hmm. Right. Elon got attacked by the elites because he doesn't play their game. Well, yeah. he gets attacked by the elites all the time. Yeah. So you can see who they are. And, and, and really it's about a group of people that say the same things over and over. And you can hear them when you do a press conference, Pelosi, mm-hmm. and a press conference to Biden and one with Kamala and one with, you know, you name George Soros, Bill Gates. They say almost exactly same the thing. same words. Yeah. Right, right. So you know who's in the group. Mm-hmm. There right. is there is an approved script. Yes, there is. Yeah. Yes. And if you stray it's from that script. talking points, mm-hmm. not like they're all given a script that they have to read verbatim. No, it's, it's all it's no, These are points, the talking yeah. points that are going to get us to where we want to And it's very general. Everything. So if you talk about global warming, you say these things. Yeah. If you talk about uh, people owning their own weapons, you say these things. Right. If you talk about religion, you talk about these things. And every once in a while... What they say about this one topic contradicts what they say about this topic. That doesn't matter. Exactly. You stay on topic. You don't (laughs) let the two topics touch. (laughs) Exactly. It's like Ghostbusters, don't cross the beam. Yeah. Right? It's so true. (laughs) But when you cross the streams, it gets so powerful. (laughs) (laughs) And hypocrisy. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, it really is like that because you, you can talk about green energy and you can talk about you know, creating jobs and the words that they use will be in com- complete objection of each other. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter because you don't talk about them at the same time. Yeah. You talk about this on Tuesday and this on Thursday and you nary shall they ever touch. Right. And they mm-hmm. expect that people don't remember what you talked about on Tuesday. Because you're not supposed to. We're only talking about this today. Mm-hmm. And we've actually heard them say things like that in a press conference. Oh, we have. Yeah. Because the the press secretary will say, well, we're not discussing that today. We're discussing this. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's like, wait, you're a single topic discussion? <laughs> yep. And, but that's the only way that you can keep your lies from mixing. Exactly. Right. Control. Because yeah. you have yeah. to concentrate so much because all you've done is ever lie. Yeah. yeah. So why, do we, why would you think that these uh, elites, oligarchs, what do you want to call them, 
Why do they care so much about Ukraine? Didn't we go through something similar to this a few years ago with Georgia? Mm-hmm. Mm. And th- this uprising th- didn't sound anything like today, right? Was the that, con- country of Georgia. The, the country. The of country of Georgia. That was back that, in That's 20... not the same as Crimea, right? I get confused. Crimea was... its own country. Mm-hmm. So Crimea happened in Obama, the same situation, pretty much. But we didn't nearly go to nuclear war. Oh, no, because... I mean, we've had nuclear war threatened three times nobody in the was last paying week. attention. Mm-hmm. But that, at the same time, though, Ukraine actually has nuclear weapons because they took a large stockpile from but the That's not Soviet who's Union. making the threat. They, no, no, they started... The president of Ukraine was the very first one to start making nuclear threats. Okay. Like, the, I think it was the very first day of the... But threatening to nuke... Us. Well, of course, because we're the ones kind of behind supporting all of this. Right. So the reason why these rich people care about Ukraine is they have between 20 and 30 percent of the world's coal, iron, natural gas, magnesium, Mm. salt, graphite, sulfur, titanium, nickel, magnesium, timber, and mercury. Yeah, they are. They are resource rich. It is. It is high. Most of the the stuff that we use to build microchips Mm -hmm. comes from Ukraine. 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 Wow. Even China gets their stuff from them. Yep. And most of the stuff that we put in our electric cars for the part of the batteries and stuff Mm -hmm. from Ukraine. Ukraine. Mm. Oh, the lithium (laughs) ions. Yeah. Hell, ion. All your lithium ion battery stuff comes from Ukraine. Oh, so half of Ukraine just looked like pockmarked, uh, terrible land? Probably. <laughs> I haven't seen satellite images. <laughs> yeah. so. But, you know, Not too I mean, pretty. we're talking about resources. Yeah. That, and again, what's the one thing that the elite of the world are mm-hmm. pushing right now? And it's the, the Green, green New oh, Deal. Yeah. And what's in the Green New Deal? You need uh, the batteries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need the lithium. You need the titanium. Mm. You need all these resources that are sitting right there. And the first thing that they said when this um, this war broke out was uh, they they made sure to say that uh, we still climate change focus on that is still important. Right. They made sure to say that. Yep. Because usually wars distract you from everything that's going on. Exactly. And you kind of just kind of go back to like your regular normal like way of functioning. Mm-hmm. But they made sure to say, okay, we are not get, we can't get away from this topic because this topic is what is allowing us to push our agendas. And it's the whole mm-hmm. reason why that they're willing to go to the mat and send weapons and supplies to Ukraine at this time. Well, we, I mean, it is strategic and... You know the we we don't want to give up our access to that by surrendering it to Russia. Mm-hmm. And I'm not suggesting that they should let Russia have Ukraine, but we should be at the table talking about the things that Russia's concerned about. Right. right. Yes. But yes. Here, here's the thing, though, and realistically speaking, um, if Russia wants completely wants Ukraine, like they have probably about a year to take it before the UN will do anything mm-hmm. in a move towards engagement. Mm. The UN will take their time yeah, to not, start I'm, an actual yeah, war I, with I Russia. Can't you... we just ship everything we had over at Afghanistan, over to, you know, no. Ukraine? No, we no, no. Stuff we... that stuff back. Yeah. Oh, it's not ours <laughs> anymore. Gotcha. We, yeah, okay. <laughs> we gave that all the way. Oh, the $85 the, the, billion. The dollars Taliban it... will probably sell it to Russia. Okay. <laughs> even though yeah. Russia invaded Afghanistan. I was going to say it's a shorter distance, right? I have read that a lot of that went on a train and went to Iran. (laughs) Well, Iran is buddy-buddy with Russia. Yeah, so they might actually end up with some of It might have ended up via Iran. Yeah, roundabout way. Oh, you know what? Maybe it was uh, maybe it was the stingers we left behind that made Russia think that they would (laughs) their tanks would be able to survive. There you go. Actually, they had those... uh, Cages they build around their tanks, thinking that they would stop our our uh, shoulder fired weapons. Oh yeah, <laughs> they found out they were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> our our little uh, weapons punched holes right through those tanks. <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know, you know, we're talking about you know, you know, the origins of the war and the motivations and all those things, right? Those are. Pretty important things for people to understand because the news media isn't telling you any of this stuff. Yeah, right. right. I know people you have who to go, are fighting and they have no idea what's happening. You have happening. to go dig it up. Well, and right now, so this virtue signaling is killing me. If you go anywhere on social media, there's all the, the yellow and blue flags yeah. and yeah. stand with Ukraine, fight for, you know, then we have a thousand different organizations 
taking donations. And please, if you're going to give to an organization, yeah. please know who you're giving it to. That's yes. what I would do. There are a thousand research. people out there that are going to steal money over this And they're going to use that. Yeah, they're definitely going to use that. To... So please be careful where you spend your money. Do, you, do your research. Uh, the church um, actually just gave a large amount to an orphanage in Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, we can link that on the website. Yeah, uh, we should do if that. If you're interested in um, there's a really good one. Yeah. yeah there's so there were 300 orphans that they're trying to get out of the country. And mm. last count, I think we were, we got 100 out or something. Right. Yep. Mm. We we know people who um, are from Ukraine and yep. they, they are in contact with people in Ukraine. So, um, yeah, a friend know, of we, the show, have, actually. Oleg. Exactly. Mm. Oleg Suleiman. Yep. Yeah. He's, he's been on the show with us a couple of times and, and his family is from that part of the world. So, so we know mm. when we send that money, it's it's going somewhere legitimate. So we will put that on the website for yeah. you. Yeah. That'd be yeah, awesome. He's keeping us, uh, up to date on how they're getting the kids out and good it's pretty good stuff that he's giving us and and we do want to support the people that need it i i want to make sure that every innocent man woman and child is is not impacted negatively if we can make that right. happen yeah and we should be praying um for ukraine I, you know there is there is a certain level that we should be supporting uh the people there because Absolutely. we should we should be praying for the innocent lives we mm-hmm. should be praying that god uses this uh tragedy to you know, save people, yeah. and and I've heard reports that that's actually happening. Yeah, we're um, gonna talk about that in a minute. Some mm-hmm. incredible things that have happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but I would also put a call out that I th- I would love it if people would start praying for President Putin, um, that that he would be willing to negotiate the president of Ukraine, have him have the same heart, and President Biden. Yeah, because. Whether we like it or not, our nation has is part of this process. We're always that God has given us this nation to be peacemakers in the world, to be leaders of the world, mm-hmm. and and we have a lot of responsibility because we've been mightily blessed. Yeah, we have, and that blessing comes with a responsibility. And I just pray that our our government will wield that responsibility correctly. Yeah. And to do God's will. So I, I ask everybody to just pray for this situation and all the leaders in it, that they would listen to God and they would follow his will. Mm-hmm. It would be um, prudent for us to pray because if somebody or a group of people that have influence in, in these big, biggy things, like we, our, our only real influence is is praying. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. But it is. these these leaders, so to speak, um could very easily escalate this into a world war if they're not careful. Um, Absolutely. You know, if China, if if Russia, if something doesn't happen where this is settled, China might get emboldened with Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Might. They already are. Well, they are, but I mean, actually doing they flew at over, the same time. They've been chased off in the last couple of days again. But, mm-hmm. but that they've been doing that for, I, they've for been testing a couple boundaries, of years. But they, it seems like know. they're getting a little bit bolder with it. Right. But if they were to actually mount an invasion, mm-hmm. I mean, you have two conflicts in the world. And at some point, the, world war. the UN is going to want to come to the rescue of somebody. Well, the truth is, Taiwan's a really a different animal, right? We have um, our Pacific fleet, fleet is over there parked between China and Taiwan. Right. So in order for China to actually invade Taiwan, they have to do direct military action against America. That That is... That's probably that's the only deterrent. Yeah, at this point, that's the only reason they haven't. But I, unfortunately, our government has presented itself as sort of weak. You know, we, we saw the withdrawal from Afghanistan. Oh, man, that was and the a disaster. travesty that that was. What a disaster. And then we're seeing how little support we're giving the Ukrainians. Right. Mm-hmm. And Russia is basically doing what they want at the moment. Yep. I mean, China's got to be looking at all that going, yeah. well, we're next. They're really the, not going to stop it. At yeah. the start of this, um, Xi Jinping said that, um, you know, they wanted to be careful about what kind of censorship they apply to what's going on in Ukraine Mm -hmm. because they want to keep good terms with Russia because at some point they need to deal with this Taiwan problem once and for all. Right. And you know that Ukraine and Russia have an agreement. You know, Russia's told them, look, we want to rebuild the USSR. 
Right. Yeah. And yep. we want all these Eastern Bloc countries bought back under us. Uh-huh. And uh, we won't really, you can go after Taiwan and Japan all you want. You let us do what we want. Yep. But they would, in, a, in essence, be allies in, if there was a world conflict. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, Taiwan is an independent nation, has been for... Was it 1918 or 1920? Yeah, and China doesn't want China China actually (laughs) views Taiwan as China (laughs) and has gone so far as to get people, organizations like the World Health Organization, to not even acknowledge Taiwan as an independent nation. There's some maps you can see where the name's been taken off. Oh, my word. Yep. (laughs) I believe it. But China doesn't just want Taiwan. They want Japan. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well they're right across. They they view well. Here's they, the thing: they see these are the barrier islands to their nation, and they want them. In all reality, China views um, the world as its own. China actually is um, views themselves, the Chinese people, as a superior race. Yeah, and everybody else is subservient to China and China's demands. Mm. Um, that is their philosophy, and that has been their viewpoint for. Over 50 years now. But just going to go back. You were talking about the Taiwan, you know, um, becoming independent, wasn't it? You said, what was the year you were saying? I was saying 1945. Is... Oh, it was 1945? Okay. Yep. I couldn't, right after, rem- right I couldn't remember exactly World, when. Thank World you for, War II. Thank you for the correction. Oh, sorry, no problem. So we've talked about all these other options, or other, you know, the origins and where things might be going and, you know, the outcomes of weak leadership on our part. But where... In the reality of things, what's next for mm-hmm. the world and for us as Americans? I don't think a lot of people understand some of the things that are going to happen, not mm. might happen. Yeah, going right. to. Going to happen. Mm-hmm. So. A lot of people are on the other side. It's on the other side of the world, man. It's not going to interfere with us too yeah. bad. So you know? we are the <laughs> most. here and I'm like, the come world on, really? Is, <laughs> yeah, the world is the most connected. It is nowadays more than ever. Ever been. Exactly. Yeah. And the thing that the people don't understand is um, Russia and China have been stockpiling food mm-hmm. for the last year. I wonder the, why. China hmm. now owns 70% of the world's wheat. Really? They must be expecting something. 50% of the world's rice. Whoa. Or they're planning for something. Yeah. 69% of the world's corn. Dude, they're doing better than Mormons. <laughs> I mean, that's surprising to me. <laughs> and Russia has somewhere between 20 and 30% of each of these supplies in their own bins. Are they importing this or is this all like They've in country? They've just bought it up from the world. With nobody, nobody paying attention to what they were doing, 70% of the corn that has been produced in the world in the last year is now in China. Wow. How are they storing all this? Is this just in silos or is this underground uh, stuff going on here? I don't know here? how they're storing it, but they, they have gathered up so here's the thing. So I, much of the world's food. How much do we have that, I mean, us Americans don't know how much our government's hiding underneath us. Right? Yeah, but how much of that is for us? <laughs> so Yeah, so is this for them or is this for the... Or could this be for the troops? I don't know what it's for. But the truth is, is they have over, oh, well over half of the world's food in their control. And if you add Russia to that, they're in the 60 to 70% of the world's food. Mm. And if you go to Revelation 6, 6, what's Mm -hmm. the tell us going to happen there? You got to hear Remind me. You want me to read and it? I yeah. heard what sounded like a voice coming from four living creatures saying, two pounds of wheat for a day's wages and six pounds of barley for a day's wages and do not and do not damage the oil or the wine. So what does that yeah. mean? It means it's going to take you a whole day mm-hmm. to, to earn two the materials to, buy, wheat. to make a loaf of bread. Yeah. <laughs> and why not the oil and wine? Because the rich people aren't going to feel the pain that we're going to feel. Yep. Yep. So we're going to we're going to move into a time where food prices are going to go through the roof. Today, mm-hmm. just today, and and throughout this last week, we've seen our gas prices jump mm. 
today it's four dollars a gallon for gas here in mm-hmm. Florida. You said it was no. twenty cents just today. It went up to twenty cents between eleven p.m. and th- or eleven o'clock a.m. and three p.m. It went up twenty cents. It went up fifty cents this week. Yeah, in three jumps. Wow. So we're at four dollars a gallon for gas. Mm-hmm. And and remember, what is it? Just over two years or just over two years ago now. Mm-hmm. It was a dollar eighty-seven. Yes, it was dollar yeah. eighty-seven, and we're four bucks now. Those were the days. So, well, what's the impact of four? And diesel fuel is five, six dollars. Yeah. Oh, diesel fuel. More, there's no end in more sight. than regular for mm-hmm. the first time in a long so time. So, yeah. even if let's less. say it's four fifty for diesel, right? What's the impact of that on our food in the grocery store? Yeah, yeah. because there's no end in sight. I remember paying these prices back when Katrina hit back in two thousand five. But it was for a, a period of five months. We were paying well, prices we, of around four fifty a gallon. We paid this um, during Obama's administration for a period of over a year. Yeah, I, I do mean, remember. It, that. I do remember that. That, that, was, that was his policy. Two thousand eleven. It went up. I'm from the Midwest, guys. This I've never. This is the highest price I ever paid for gas. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm from the Northwest. This is normal for us. No, Obama's <laughs> policies and and uh, what the first half of his. Uh, his administration. 2009, 2010. gas prices through the roof. Yeah, I remember mm. that. But people need to understand what the impact that's going to be in their life. Right? Right. Well, I have a question. Is that only in America where these gas prices are skyrocketing? Oh, no, 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 no. Or is this around the world? Around the world. So the world is skyrocketing. Oh, yeah. Um, I, th- I saw a thing that, it, uh, I want to say in England, it was around $8. Oh, okay. Mm. In California. Yeah, California. But yeah, California pri- is right now at seven. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They hit seven today. Europe's Europe's gas. Europe, excuse me. Europe's gas prices are always higher than ours, right? And so yeah. is California because yeah. of their policies, California. right? Well, and same yeah, with California through right. EPA regulations, no, no, they're always right, way up right. higher because they're taxing it more and, uh-huh. and all that. Yeah, a lot more but taxes around the world. Energy prices are going up. Right. There's an energy okay. crisis that's going to happen this year that people aren't aware of. I, be, I bet in Venezuela they still have cheap gas. That's about the only what, what, thing that's cheap there. Oh, no. <laughs> is it, in Cuba. Is it about, about a million and a half of their currency per gallon or something? Yeah. <laughs> they're, 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 I think grass is more <laughs> worth more than, yeah. uh, than their, their dollars. Well, they doubt. just produce so much oil. Like it, yeah. It's kind of like water. It's actually more expensive than, or less, less expensive than water. Yeah. But guys, honestly, two years ago, we were energy independent. Yeah. And we wouldn't Get be in this oil. position. Right? No, uh, one year and three months ago. Okay. <laughs> Energy independent Yeah. to begging OPEC. To, to drop their to, prices. That's the dumbest thing in the world, though, it because so he... Stupid. he Reversed all the policies that made us energy independent. He shut down the pipeline. He made um, American uh, oil production uh, crawl to a halt with his policies. He forced that all to happen <laughs> last Listen, year. If I was, and then he goes and okay. begs yeah. the uh, the gods of OPEC right. to please grant us cheaper gasoline. <laughs> if I was Doctor Evil, there is nothing different I would do to destroy a country. One billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> How no Scott. <laughs> <laughs> but now we're even we're willing to negotiate with our enemies because he's actually yeah. going to go talk to Iran about getting oil. But well, he doesn't have to do this. Good. I know. He no, absolutely he does no, not I, have to I do this. I know he doesn't have to do the, that. The pipeline was almost done. He could start that back up and be running so in six months. So let's talk about that. Yeah, I have say, yeah. family in Texas and um, that are part of the oil industry. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. He shut off their pipeline down in Texas too, mm. but he's not just shut the pipeline down; he's making them rip it out. What? They're destroying They're the pipeline. Everything. Oh, you've got to be kidding me! No. Dude, Whoa. they had beautified the land where the pipeline was buried. Yeah, I know. These guys are telling me that they're actually going in and making them rip the pipe out. So are they so <laughs> afraid that they're going to lose elections in the next two years that everything will, that they need to do as much damage, damage as, they, as can. they can? Yep. It certainly sounds like it. Yep. This is ridiculous. This is totally anti-American. It's against the people of America. Well, it is. What are they using? The Green New Deal as These a are your elected officials, people. Wake <laughs> up. <laughs> This is the sort of thing that makes me angry. But this is this is Build Back Better, man. <laughs> yeah, but Build Back all Build Back Better is is 
straight from the World Economic Forum playbook. It's, it's not even original. No. It's, it's like this is how we create a one world government. We destroy as much as possible so that they all say, yes, please, give me, give me, give me. And and, and it's not a Joe Bidenism, this Build Back Better. You no. Can, no. They, the, the leader of uh, New Zealand says it, Australia. Mm-hmm. You can look this England, up. France, they're all saying the same exact words. The Chancellor of Germany, they're all saying the exact same thing. Go online, mm-hmm. go to your popular search engine, type in Build Back Better. Even Google will let you see where all of this originates. It's off right. the World Economic Forum yeah, website. Mm-hmm. It's guidelines for every industry in the world on how they adopt this going into the Great Reset. Yep. And that's one thing that we have to keep in mind that elections have consequences. And, and I don't know... You mean dom- you Dominion f- voting machines have I, consequences? I, I, I don't know where you, anybody, anybody <laughs> falls on the election, and, and I don't want to have that discussion because okay. we could talk about that for six months and never get to a, an answer, I don't think. But the truth is, you know, if if people voted for this president, and, and I'll be honest, I did not, but if, if somebody voted for this president, I'd like to understand if they're happy with where we are at. Mm. Oh, because there's, there's there's, been, he's doing exactly what he said he was going to do. There's been several polls um, of mostly Democrats on whether they're happy with what Biden's done since they've elected. And an overwhelming majority say they're not. See, mm. and I, I'm confused by that because he has done exactly what he said he was going to do. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he didn't change... From what he campaigned on. Yeah. This is because the majority of people who vote are uninformed. Yes. Yeah. They listen they, they listen to what they hear from their friends or what media. they hear on mainstream media yep. and they just run with whoever they feel is the best thing. Like because people uh, and this, I think this in, guy makes me feel good inside, so I'm going to I vote think for in him. this case most people that voted for Biden just voted against the against, other guy. They yep. hated Trump That's so much. Exactly what but they didn't understand the policies. <laughs> Like they just listened to the media for about Trump for four years. Yep. And they said, "Okay, we got to get rid of this guy. This is just too much. I can't take all the nasty tweets. Um, I don't care what he's done for this country. I don't care that the economy is the best it's ever. It's been in like what fifty years. You know. I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. Like they were not paying attention. No, because people don't take the time. They just watch the news and then they they don't do research. They don't. You know. Well, they didn't care what they don't care. Was. They don't care. They were a big, big orange man is bad. We want to get him out of there. Yep. Yeah, and and honestly, if you voted for Biden, I think you should donate some money to the show because somebody owes me gas money. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I agree with this. Well, and, and what's bad, too, is now, you know, it sounds like Dwayne Rock Johnson is going to go in for, you know, going talking about being coming, you know, president no. or running for the presidential nominee. Oh, well, he, there's a lot joke. of people that will vote for this guy because they're they're dumb dumb. Because they saw him on a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Dwayne yep. Johnson endorsed Biden, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Just want to let that. everybody know that. Oh, dear God, help us. <laughs> yep. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a big, yeah, yeah. he's a big, uh, you know, <laughs> supporter in masks and everything and the vaccine. Yeah. So, and... you know, we're, we're we kind of got off track there. but Sorry about that. No, no, no. I, I probably led that charge. <laughs> I, found, I, found, I found that rabbit hole. I just kept digging. <laughs> Sorry. Shake my little rabbit over here. <laughs> but uh, so there are going to be a lot of negative consequences from what we're seeing over there and the Ukraine conflict. And a lot of it's going to impact our grocery table. Right. Um our grocery table, our, our dinner table with groceries or mm-hmm. without, you pick. Um, I, I again, I have family, a lot of family that are farmers back in the Midwest, mm-hmm. and um, they're telling me they have, you know, they the winter wheat is coming up, and it's, you know, it's actually not doing well because they didn't, they had the limited supply of of fertilizers. Mm-hmm. Um. And they said, but they, they'll get a probably a 50, between 50 and 70% crop this year from normal years. And granted, we just talked about the fact that 70% of the food is already over in China. Mm-hmm. So the world has to share the other 30% of the food. That includes us. Mm-hmm. And my farmers are telling me that there is no fertilizer for next year's crop. Mm. They usually have it 
now for when after they pull, get the weed out, that they can go ahead and prepare the ground for next year. So mm-hmm. where did the fertilizer go? It was that well, big explosion in that one country, remember? Oh, I thought that was the hydroxychloroquine plant. Oh, maybe it was. So Ukraine <laughs> is one of the gr- biggest producers of chemical fertilizer on oh. the planet. Uh, How is it that already? Ukraine, which is practically a dot on the map, I mean, they're they're not the biggest country. They're they're like the size of Texas. But they have the most natural resources. Like, how is it that they are responsible for like the whole world? It's a good question. Being well, held together. So, part of that is we used to produce a lot of. So ammo, ammonia, ammonium, is one of the key ingredients in chemical fertilizer. Mm-hmm. We used to produce that here in our own country quite a bit. But because of the Green New Deal and things like that. Oh, you mean the EPA? Yeah, that's we it. We have <laughs> cut back all of our production to zero. Mm-hmm. So, we, it, so we're relying on it from other countries. Ukraine, and, and here, here's the here's a. I'm go really fast rabbit hole, guys. Okay? So don't let me go too deep. <laughs> we're <laughs> hunting rabbit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, we were talking about knocking the the Keystone pipeline out, and even the Texas pipelines that they've shut off and now are tearing out because. Oil is bad for the environment, and part of the new green deal is for us to get clean energy and get rid of the bad stuff in our environment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, those bar- those pipelines would have produced about 800 million barrels a day. Wow. wow. Or 800,000 barrels a day, I'm yeah. sorry, of oil for us. And we only use 550,000 barrels a day. We purchased 800,000 barrels a day of oil from Russia. Why, why are we purchasing more than we actually so use? does Russian oil not impact the environment like our own? Oh, of course it does. Absolutely, of course it does. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Well, I here's see... the question. Does it actually impact the environment like they say it does? Yeah. My, yeah. my thing yeah, is no. there's quite a bit of hypocrisy there, isn't it? Yes, there mm-hmm. is. We haven't stopped using the oil that we weren't right. going to, that we were going to produce. We got to talk about this we on Thursday, though. bought somebody else's. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the environment's still impacted. Yeah, but here in America, we can control it better and make sure, you know. So is the Green New Deal we just had, optics? Yeah. Well, no, the whole thing is it's all about control. And, we, I mean, we've said that before, but that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. It's all about control because if they can control us by getting us to fear something that doesn't doesn't really exist. Exactly. That's <laughs> but right. If higher energy costs are also bad for the environment too, are they not? Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. The elites don't actually care. Mm-hmm. Their motive is not to fix the planet. Their no. motive is to control the planet. Or yeah, decrease the that. surplus population of okay. people. Mm-hmm. All right. End of, too many end of, of rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> so our, chemi- our fertilizers are down. Food production without fertilizer in America is mm-hmm. going to be near zero. I heard it's going to drop like 25% because oh, no. of... no, 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 because no. Of, there will be uh, no crops. Because, okay. And here's why. Because fertilizer boosts crops by like, what, 25, 30%. Oh, let's talk about that. Okay. I, I come off the farm. And, right. and when I was a kid, we didn't use chemical fertilizers on our farm. We used natural fertilizers from animals. We put it in a spreader mm-hmm. and we would go spread it on the, the fields. And that would be the fertilizer for the field for the year. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we uh, raised cows and sheep and we gathered their waste and we used it for fertilizer. Masanto come on the scene and, and other companies like them, uh, and they began to push the idea that you can get a 25% boost in your yield mm-hmm. by using ammonia and other chemical fertilizers on your ground. Who wouldn't want 25% more mm-hmm. crop, right? right. So all, mo- every farmer did it. Until they started introducing glyphosate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes. what, what you learned, though, we learned... In about two years, is when you put these chemical fertilizers in the ground, it sterilizes the earth. Yep. Yes, it does. Every bug, every worm, every microbe that was in your earth that you need for crop growth is now dead. Mm-hmm. Now so, you have to use now, the Yeah, fertilizer. you have to use the fertilizer. <laughs> yeah. that crazy? Now, there is something that you can look at biblically. So, well, hold on one second. Let me finish this thought. So, if we go next year... And we have no fertilizer put in the ground. 
when the ground's you there. can plant the seed if you want, it will not grow, mm. uh, except for a miracle. But God will let consequences be because mm. they yes. were our they of were our, our sinful choices. Yes, there yes. is. Yes, and and there will be places where it will grow unexplainably, and that's because. God will, that person will be under a blessing or something, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we see that all the time where things happen and you're like, mm, okay. Or God has um, prepared certain, pe- like had people prepare certain things to be yep. able to. But yeah. in general, we're going to be in trouble because of this. There's going to be very severe food shortages. We're already seeing um, crops that aren't coming out of Central and South America that normally have been in the quantities they have been. Really? I mean, we're we're 30% less than we have been just a year ago. So wow. this is actually happening because this is... Yeah, this, this, is this what, isn't a maybe. So, okay, so this explains a lot because like several weeks ago, I think, I don't know if you we were talking about it on the show, but um, you and I, Brian, were talking about it, maybe Aiden, but we were talking about how we have all this um, all this shortage we see in grocery stores and nobody was talking about what, like where it's coming from. Yeah. Like you don't hear local farmers talking about stuff. Like I wasn't. So now like actually hearing, because the media is yeah. not talking about any of the, nobody, not nobody. even like the the news sources that I trust are talking about this sort of thing. Yeah. And no, so there was literally, it's like silence. Mm-hmm. Like nobody's talking about the reasons why we're seeing this. And it didn't make any sense to me. It made me think it was planned. Yeah. Now... I can start to understand. Well, Where may, it came from, may, yeah. maybe there is there was some higher planning behind, like getting us to this place. But now I can understand why we're seeing so much shortage um, that we are, right? Because mm-hmm. you know, well, and it, it goes even deeper. So if you go to their companies, their whole job, their whole business plan mm-hmm. is they create seed starts, right? Right. So they they put dirt in a pot. And they plant seed and they have plant starts for farmers to go out and plant. You know, that, that a lot of your um, vegetable crops are, are grown that way. They, they buy thousands and thousands of these seeds, these plant starts, and they go plot them in the ground and then mm-hmm. they grow, you know, carrots and onions and radishes and, you know, all of that, those table foods, right? Right. The people who run the companies to do the seed starts can't get dirt. Oh, no way. Because all that dirt is pre-prepared with fertilizers and all So they can't get any. Mm. So if you can't get the seed start dirt to start the seed, are you going to be able to get your romaine lettuce? Are you going to be able to get your carrots? It's a trickle effect downstream, right? And so you're seeing now, what you're seeing is there's, let's say there's at least a 30% reduction in what's in the store availability. And I'm not just talking that there's 30% less lettuce, but there's at least 30% less brands of it. Yeah. Well, I'm right? seeing more than 30%. In mm-hmm. some areas, we're seeing empty shelves. I mean, I, I can t- show you all kinds of places around the country where there's Walmarts that have sections of their Walmart now are completely closed off because there's no food in that section. I think Florida is the well, we the are, most well off. We have been well, very untouched so far. Yeah. No, no, no. We haven't been untouched. I walk compared in, though, compared well, to states. the other states, perhaps in comparison, but like I walk in, you know, I shop at Publix and, you know, you can tell that things are not, all, not, things are not, shelves are not filled yeah. all the way back. You right. know, yeah, there's, yeah. there's a lot of empty spaces. You, there's a lot mm-hmm. of products that aren't mm-hmm. coming in. Um, but what I found most interesting is um, I, you know, I went into Publix the other night to buy water and there was literally three gallons of water on a shelf that should have about a hundred gallons. Yeah. And that's water. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Well, but think about what that takes to make that water. One, it's the plastic jugs. Yeah, petroleum. There's a shortage on all that. Um, that would make sense. And the most of those are processed waters, right? They go through filtration system and the, there's, yeah. there's processing involved, right? They take filters. Well, guess what those machines all have in common? Mm-hmm. They have microchips. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, and they Which run off all, of yeah. electricity. And mm-hmm. some of them run off of natural gas which is uh-huh. also in a short supply. Yep. See, there are cascading things that are going to happen that is, it's really kind of terrifying if you think about it. It's like it. a domino effect. There's, mm-hmm. there's a natural gas shortage going on right now in the world that most people don't really realize how bad that is. Yeah. 
in back where I come from, it's cold. This, you know, it's been cold this part of the year, right? Really cold. We're in Florida. We don't know what cold is. <laughs> but those guys have to run natural gas or propane, yep. right? Well, mm-hmm. my, my dad in particular has propane, and his propane prices went through the roof. My other family members, some of their propane prices tripled from what it was last year. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, and so some of those guys have to make decisions. Do I get a full tank of propane or just try to get enough to get through the winter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you run the risk if I just get enough to get through the winter. Could be a long winter. Could, could be, be a long, be winter, a long winter, winter, and it could run out before I can go out and get more. Yeah, and energy prices are continuing to go up. So mm-hmm. just if you get it in November and you only get enough to get through January or February, mm-hmm. does that mean that in maybe it's not available in February? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the price is quadrupled by then? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So And th- see, a lot of people I know, like back where I come from, you know, you have natural gas, right? Yeah, and into your house, and if you get a third item on that, you get more discounts, right? So if you get yeah. your water heater, your dryer, yeah. your furnace, you get those discounts. And you think of all those people that are doing all this, and electricity is cheaper now than, you know, propane or natural gas. Man. <laughs> but yeah. electricity is cheaper today. Yeah. Don't think your electric bill isn't going to go up. Uh, exactly. Mm. I mean, it's wait, all going wait up. Wait till July in Florida. So that's what I'm saying is right now maybe propane or natural gas is higher, but your electric bill is going to be gonna go sky or higher. By sky or higher by anyways, so, so well, it kind of depends on where you're boat. at, though. If you're, if you're somewhere where there's a nuclear plant, you might not see as much of an increase um, versus for, somewhere where there's have, coal or something Except like for that. we have natural, we have federal regulations on that is reducing the output of the nuke plants, too. So, no, don't they, don't. they really just want to destroy our country. I don't think that it's going to be easy on the, and look at the solar stuff, right? Yeah. We have a lot of solar in Florida, right? But all of those solar power plants all use semiconductors and chips that come from China. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they don't last, right? Right. They, they I mean, your solar panels are like seven years, seven, and, ten and, years, you got to get them replaced. Right. Mm. And so all of that can be impacted too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and so you're going to have less output from those because you can't get the parts to replace that you need to do the maintenance and stuff. All right. So your prices are going to continue to go up. Yeah. And those things are happening. This not this could happen. It's happening now. I mean, we see that in all over the country where people the the price of electricity and gas and propane are going through the roof. People are having to make hard decisions. You know, um I, I watched Glenn Beck some, and, and he posed a question this week that I think everybody should ask themselves. When $8 gas comes, not if, mm. when it comes. And mm-hmm. every econo- economist that I have been listening to has been saying that by midsummer, we're going to be at $8 for a gallon of gas. Wow. That's soon, huh? At $8, what are you giving up? Mm-hmm. How many people can afford $8? I have a Suburban. Right now, it's over $100 to fill my car. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So if that happens, mm-hmm. let's say it's $8 in summertime. Let's say people stop driving. Remote work has become quite popular since COVID. Come November, mail-in ballots are going to look real yeah. friendly. <laughs> oh, good observation there, my friend. They're always going to have a... Are you, are you paying attention, folks? <laughs> it's an election year. That's right. Mm-hmm. And and they're afraid. You mm-hmm. posed the question of how much food and stuff does the government have? Mm-hmm. So it's $8 a gallon for gas. Your bread now costs $12 a loaf mm-hmm. because those trucks have to pay that. That's to right. Get to mm-hmm. the store. Yeah. All your food prices are, I mean... Gas Crazy. affects everything. I mean, I, I can't even be, you know, one one guy has had a, a prophetic dream that God told him that he would walk into a restaurant and a hamburger would be $100. Oh, Dana Car- Coverstone? No. Because he had a similar dream. I know he did. Mm-hmm. But this is a different guy. But uh, think about a $100 hamburger. Can, would you buy one? It depends on how the inflation rates are. <laughs> Yeah. But if, how much am I making? Are you going <laughs> right. to? Are, but are, well, let's talk. I mean, yeah, let's for, talk about you, inflation. You paint for a living. Yeah. How much are you going to have to charge for somebody's house to cool. paint it to pay for a hundred dollar hamburger? I know. All right. Can uh, they afford astronaut- that? Yeah. Can they afford that? See, it's going to be a. I'm not going to get effect. a pay raise. Yeah. No matter what happens. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, I have a pretty decent job, and I got a five percent raise last year, which is a really good raise for mm-hmm. most people, right? 
Inflation went at seven and a half percent. So I took a two and a half percent pay cut. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it went up on paper. Two and a half percent pay cut. Yeah. Guys. So you have to charge three times what you charge now to do your work. Maybe four. Yeah. yeah. Who's going to pay for that? Yeah. Nobody's going to pay for that. Right. Now it's going to shut well, down the country real quick. Those those multimillionaires and, and you know we yeah. do live in Florida and there, most there, of them are so here on these some, islands. But even then, but not everybody gets to work for those people, right? But even then, you're going to have people that might do you know a remodel and paint once a year. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do that either. Yeah, because they're going to have other things they want to spend that money on. Mm-hmm. You know, or you instantly lose more than half your clients. Oh yeah, sure. or they look at it and they're like, "Okay, we know how we got rich, and it wasn't spending crazy amounts of money on stuff uh-huh. like this." But, <laughs> yeah, if Let's, we want to stay this way, uh huh. But talk about the people that are really going to be impacted by this. You know, if you work in the, the service industry, fast food industry, even in the, the grocery markets, or, oh, yeah. or or in these restaurants of any kind, who's going to pay for that? Yeah, and so if if we are country is over half service industry now. Mm-hmm. And now we have, let's say 50% of those people are unemployed now. Well, the people have been leaving service industries. Yeah. Well, we've also had a mass exodus from just the general workforce. So well, that's dude, no thing. doubt. But if you see, we're going to start piling up more and more people that are not making any income. Mm-hmm. Inflation is through the roof. You can't afford groceries. And now you have somebody that says, I can rescue you because we have all this government surplus food that we've been stockpiling just because we want to protect you. Now, what does that impact on the election look like now? Well, if Russia and China have most of the food, Mm -hmm. that could start looking like Gog and Magog. It could. But are they? I don't know. Time will tell. Mm-hmm. Right now, the war in Ukraine is not Gog. There's and a lot Magog. of people making the claim that this is Gog and Magog. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, it's definitely not. I think we're a ways away from that still. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not. But we've had Pastor Gary on here, and he's talked about the fact that we've got forty some years probably left mm-hmm. before we move into the tribulation period. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, if you do some mathematics and and look at the the bowls and the trumpets and the seals and all these things, it's about 40 years worth of work we're going to go through mm-hmm. to get there. So the, the math starts to work out pretty neat. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and that's a little terrifying. Yeah. <clears throat> but I, I will say that it is important for us to understand and know that there, regardless of if they solve the solution this next week, right, in, in Ukraine and Russia, the die is cast. Yeah. We're going to have some food problems. They're not going to go away. Right. And the food shortages that people have seen across this nation that we're in now is already seeing empty shelves all over. Mm-hmm. I've seen people in Tennessee and Indiana and Iowa and Illinois and um, Kentucky and all over the country where there's empty shelves in their grocery store. There mm-hmm. is no food choices from some and, item. And that's the bread belt. And so... yeah. yeah. When that is, that is not backing off. There's no rescue. There's no stockpile of food just waiting to hit us. For a long time, people thought it was because of all the shit container ships off the coast of mm-hmm. California. But now we're, we're just not getting anything because that then. Well, well, that's somewhat it was been relieved. It was all misdirection. But it's all but some that's somewhat been relieved, right? And it didn't fix anything. Yeah, it was almost like that it's was a stall gotten, tactic. It's actually actually gotten worse. No, it's gotten worse. It's because it was it was misdirection. That was all misdirection. Yeah. Because it was the beginning of people feeling these pains of yeah. sor- shortage, and they had to have an excuse, but you know, so that they didn't have to fix it. Mm-hmm. And but the, the government is telling us some things if people are paying attention. Mm-hmm. Because in the last week, there's been four to five different times I've seen where the government has starting to tell people to grow a garden in their backyard. Wow, interesting. They're telling you there's a food shortage coming. Mm-hmm. We have 350 million people in this nation. If we can't provide the food for them, in what happens? Mm. 
Chaos. Chaos will happen. Chaos. Yeah. We're going to see riots and Yeah, we've not seen riots. Like burning. Food riots are bad. You go back and look at other countries, what happens in food riots? They eat dogs. No, they... that, that's everyday people. Yeah. That's not that's not people that believe in some foo-foo cause that mm-hmm. that have been indoctrinated into believing that they can be a revolutionary. That's people saying, we get food or you die. Yeah. Yeah, and we've seen governments overthrown. We've seen, you know, horrible bad things happen because people are starving. People will not let their children starve. And what no. happens if this nation gets mm-hmm. to that point because there's no food? They overthrow the government because there's people en masse that can overpower mm-hmm. um, the fences and, you know, the National Guard and the police don't stand up to it because they are just as affected as everybody else. Mm-hmm. If our government gets overthrown, who comes in? Well, in the, the UN. Yeah, that's mm. right. And, and our government's been preparing us for the last year for the the threat of government overtake because... You know, they put the fences up around the Capitol mm-hmm. you know, in January. Yep. Yep. When they were getting ready to do the State of the Union address, they did it again yeah. this year. Yep. Was there anybody who was going to Washington for any reason? Why did they need to put the fences up again? Mm-hmm. Well, they're signaling. They're signaling. They're, they're, they uh-huh. know something's coming. Mm-hmm. Dude, did you notice so that? So they're, they're normalizing. This is how it works. Yeah, out I was gonna, just going to say that. They're normalizing. Did, did you this. notice that they were cheering Biden during the State of the Union address as much as they cheered Trump? Wow, really? Yeah. Who? During the State of the Union. But, uh, oh, I didn't Oh, all the congressmen, either. all the congresspeople that were there, the cheers were pretty much as loud as it was when Trump was mm-hmm. there. And I'm thinking, like, what the heck has he done except, like, you know, follow Obama's orders? I can't watch that stuff. It's heartbreaking. I, I only heard it at a glance um, because I didn't want to listen to him because yeah. my dad had it on. He actually, he's he's sitting there. He's like, you can go ahead and shoot me now. I'm like, what do you want to watch this stuff for? You just want to get angry? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyways. Yeah. That's uh, that's the optics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and as, you know, individuals, we have to be very, um, very clear what we're seeing and what, what's going on. We have to be you know, um, have discernment to see what's really happening and not just buy a bunch of lies. Right, right. Because it is dangerous. It will lead you down a road where you're completely dependent on somebody to sustain your life. Mm-hmm. And when when the government starts to tell you to do gardening and put food in your backyard, you probably ought to be doing that because they're not telling you that because it's, uh, it's not part of their new green deal, trust me. Well, if they're telling you something that's... Uh good for you? Mm-hmm. Like actually like something you should do? <laughs> like you should listen. Yeah. It's not like you have any trust issues from the government. Right, <laughs> right man. It's like, oh, that's just nonsense. They they're lying to... again. Yeah, yeah, they just want you to grow yeah. it because they're going to come take it from you. So yeah. <laughs> it's well, all a balance. Well, we can have a whole show on that. Uh-huh. Right? No, but the truth Private is... Private asset forfeiture. We are all going to have to tighten our belts at some point this year. Yes. Yep. And if you're not you know, growing some food in your garden in your home, then. Well, I've been needing to lose weight anyways, so. You should take the opportunity to put some potatoes in the ground or something. I have you know, no land. Every, I can show you how to get over that. <laughs> but, you know, they go to the grocery store this week, uh, buy some extra rice or some beans and put them away. Just a sure. little bit, five or $10 a week when you do your normal shopping. If you put a five or ten dollars a week of food away, in a month you can have you know a month or two's worth of extra food. Yeah. The problem in America is most of us live with three to you know four days worth of food in our fridge. Oh. Right. I live with less. Except the Mormons. Yeah. Except for Grant, he just orders every meal out. Yeah, he does. I mean, I'm so busy. I have no wife to uh, cook me meals, so I don't often feel like cooking myself anything. So I, I think it's 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 a time of our life and it's the time the time that we're in now that everybody yeah. has to start thinking a How little to bit differently. A little bit. My grandparents, you know, come through the depression and they would never allow themselves to be wholly dependent on somebody else for food. So. Oh, dude! And not only that, but just <clears throat> Grandpa with his Kleenexes could never let him go because you know there was such a 
there was no Kleenexes, there's no toilet paper during that time. Yep, see? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But you know, just like just like that decade. Yep. We can survive. Yeah, we can. Yeah. 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 But it you have to hear the warnings and you have to heed them, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And when you know, I think we did a pretty good job of presenting you know, what's going on in the world today and what the ramifications of some of that's gonna be. So mm-hmm. you can listen and you can heed the warning given. And you can try to get something to prepare yourself for what's happening in just the next few months. Or you cannot, and you're, you're gambling as to what the outcome of that's going to be, yep. in my opinion. Yeah. But God's in control. Amen. And uh, we saw that in the last week over in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Uh, a column of Russian tanks was coming down on some Ukrainians and by all accounts, should have just crushed these Ukrainians. And the Ukrainian soldiers said that they saw bolts of lightning coming from the sky. Mm. And this was at night, and it, something was attacking the Russian tanks. What I read is And it that... wasn't the Ukrainians, but when the light came in the morning, every tank and every piece of armor in that column had been destroyed. What I read was it looked like, uh, someone reported it looked like space space. Yeah, they thought it was aliens that was doing it. Aliens doing it or something like that. (laughs) It was Elon Musk with his satellites. It wouldn't be the first time that God (laughs) sent some angels down. Boy, dude, no doubt. I mean, not not that God can't, but God usually only does that for Israel. I'm not sure that uh, there, there are so many believers in Ukraine, I'm not sure that they would be disqualified. Yeah. You know, and I mean, there, it, there are quite a few Jews in in Ukraine. I, I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying. But, uh, it wouldn't like, be the first time that God has sent warring angels to earth. It also yeah. wouldn't yeah. surprise me to find out that we had that technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'd rather give God the credit than I us. agree with this. Yeah. I'd give God the credit instead of the government. The government. But, you know, I mean, <laughs> the, those soldiers... They they come out of that and they they truly believe that the angels wow. came down and saved them. Wow. Well, then that's awesome. Hopefully, they actually get saved from it. Yeah. Oh, there was there's been a lot of that's the incredible thing. You got these Ukrainians that are going underground in these subway tunnels and these bunkers, and they're they're all Christians, and the Christians are going down there and they're hiding, and they bring non Christians in, and the Christians are are witnessing to them and people oh, are being saved. That is awesome. Cool. While the bombs that are going awesome. off above them. That's what I've been hearing. Yeah. <laughs> Praise so, God. Yeah, God's work's being done, and yep. it's incredible. Yeah. Well, I think we've gone over quite a bit. Yep. But uh, it was a good topic and a good conversation. Oh, definitely. Anybody want to recap anything before we run? Can't think of anything right offhand. I'm good. So. I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> he's already moved on to the next thing he's yeah. going to <laughs> Sorry, honey, I'm oh, late. Oh, to be young. His wife is texting him, <laughs> where yeah, are you? You're the, late. The, yeah. Those young married people, right? Well, this has been a Veritas Resurgence broadcast, and um, today on A Voice Call in the Wilderness, we've been talking about current events, mostly Ukraine and what's going on over in that part of the world and what's going to come out of that in the next few months for all of us. If you would, please take a moment and subscribe to our podcast, and don't forget to visit our new website at vrbroadcast.org, where you can find more teaching and ask questions of the show and our guests. Also, you can find us on Facebook at A Voice Call in the Wilderness. And if you're on the new Truth Social, we're being posted on their new as well now so you can find us there um thank you uh to brian and aiden and grant for coming and talking in today i appreciate you guys coming and sitting with me if you would do us a favor recommend this podcast to your friends and family and again thank you for listening and have a blessed day